This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast and What's New 23 has looked at some incredible albums so far this year. Our panel of Phil Pendlebury producer and vocalists Emily Peacock and Louise Shufflebottom took a good old listen to an album called Tension belonging to the one and only Kylie Minogue. And I'll let you into a little secret they loved it. Hope you will as well. Don't forget to join me live on the show, of course, weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, and I'm going to do it again. I did it on a video earlier on. Um, I should be so lucky to have my guest joining me in the studio. <laughs> and one of them, Emily, said, I'm spinning around. <laughs> Welcome to the panel of What's New 23. We've got Emily Peacock. How are you, Emily? I'm good. It's been a while, <laughs> hasn't it? Yes, I've not been available the last few yeah. weeks, but it's good to be back. You've been doing a lot of gigs, I know. Um, we've also got um, in our studios Louise, Louise Shufflebottom. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, great. You could get a night off tonight. To no, come and I and wouldn't change anything. Yeah. And by the way, get well... <laughs> Get well soon, Eddie Parsons, who's feeling a little bit under the weather. Feel better, it's, Eddie. It's probably all that smashing the drums with his rock band fixer. <laughs> um, Phil Pendlebury, producer, yeah, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. And I was racking my brain trying to think of a, a line there. I nearly gave, let the cat out of the bag. But yeah. no, I've, I've not got one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> nice to see you all, though. Anyway, let's have a look at a couple of headlines before we get into things. Um, I, Taylor Swift coming up all the time, extending her record by spending the 80th week at number one on the Billboard Artist 100 chart. Her album Midnight's has, has been in the uh, top 10 for 49 weeks. And I wanted to talk about her Eras tour. It's, it's been made into a movie and it's going to be shown worldwide in more than 100 countries in cinemas. Would you go to a cinema to watch a concert? Beyonce has just announced hers as well. Is it the same vibe? Obviously not the same vibe as being there, but, you know, we can't get to all of these gigs. Would you go and watch it? Taylor Swift, no. However... They did, uh, a few years ago, they did the, the wall tour. Okay. Pink Floyd did the wall tour, which yeah, they yeah. showed in cinemas, and then there was cuts out to him explaining where it came from, and I've watched that on TV, and that was epic. And obviously, because of the camera angles, like you can see mm, yeah. the whole show, which you can't see when you go. Mm, like, when you're mm. in there and you're in the middle of it, it's you're yeah. sat in the middle and you can't see everything, but the filming of them is good mm. because you can see it from all angles. Would I rush to watch Taylor Swift? Concerts at the movies? What do, what do you think, Emily? Um, yeah, it's a hard one because you're not going to get that same feeling you get when you're in the live venue. No, no, of course. Um, but if it was a really incredible concert that I couldn't make it to um, for like the touring schedule didn't line up, mm. then mm. I would consider it. But it, it just wouldn't be the same for mm. me. I'm sure a Pink's tour could, <laughs> Pink could be is in there. On my on my brain, well, can yeah. just turn your microphone around a little bit there, uh, Louise. Which way? Uh, yeah, that, that, there that. we go. That's better. Hey. That's oh, there better. we go. You can hear me now. Oh, you're sounding much better. Sorry. <laughs> um, any any artists that might crop up for you? Of course, take that. The just that yeah. goes without saying. We all knew that was going to be the answer for me. <laughs> yeah, but you can Phil, sit m- down m- for movies in, in cinemas. Yeah, um, there's two that have actually. I, I suppose they're not entirely just live concert movies, but that actually made it for me was Bowl and Boogie back when I was young, and and Song Remains the Same, uh, Led Zeppelin. So it had live footage interspersed with them messing around. Bowl so that's, Boogie was that's the same. more like documentary style then? It, they, they, they put it out as a concert, 
Okay. But, but it had little bits of in between. So I suppose you could say there was like a bit of documentary style footage. Mm, mm. Well, anyway, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, it seems to be another way to make revenue out of these big tours. Definitely. But I've just thought of something I would go and see in the cinema, and it would be Hans Zimmer Live. Oh, oh yeah. Because you've got the Dolby Atmos around you, Ooh, like you're yeah. going to get the nice experience then, and that is something you could sit down and enjoy. Yeah, but that's thoroughly. different to singers because you, you can't sing along. That would be my issue. Mm-hmm. You could try. If you got, <laughs> I would get kicked out. Can you imagine? One, one more I just want to throw in there, and I, I got this out for Louise because I know she's a Fleetwood Mac fanatic. After being released for pre order on Monday, the first ever Barbie version of Stevie Nicks sold out within minutes and now it's popping up on resale uh, sites such as ebay for big bucks the 55 dollar doll has recently been sold for as much as 160 dollars the stevie nicks barbie so she actually uh revealed it on her i think she was madison square garden and she revealed it and there's this whole (laughs) hilarious tiktok that somebody videoed of her literally playing with the doll on stage and it, you're just like oh. she's like 70 and I'm just like this is why I love this woman like she just doesn't care and she's like oh it's my doll and she even does a little impression and it was now, so it, now it makes sense I thought she was just li- maybe losing it playing yeah. the no, doll on it's stage a, no. it's her doll it's, okay, it's okay. Stevie Nicks Barbie and gotcha. can, it sing, can it sing dreams it cannot sing dreams <laughs> I bet it can't <laughs> anyway there we go a couple of headlines there now then let's get down to business tension it's the 16th Studio album, 1-6, the 16th studio album by the Australian singer Kylie Minogue, released on the 22nd of uh, September. And, uh, well, we're going to take a look at this uh, album tonight. I think certainly three of us, I know I've seen Kylie. Have you seen Kylie Minogue? No, I haven't. No. I saw when she came to Dubai. It was at Festival City Mm -hmm. um, and quite a spectacle, huge production and dancers and all kinds of pyrotechnics going off. Um, yeah, enjoyable show. Um, didn't walk away blown away, but a, an enjoyable show. I know you've seen her as well, Phil. Yeah, 1992-ish at Manchester. And uh, the the point of it, all, all the guys in the production crew that you guys know about, we were all big fans. And uh, we actually went on to do some work for Pete Waterman and what have you. We'll tell you about that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But the point of note with the Kylie gig was she came out, it was with a band, playback and a band, mm-hmm. and uh, her mic went off in the first 10 seconds. Oh, no. oh, no. oh and everybody was... And so basically at that point you just had the playback, the band weren't playing, but then they kind of mm. filtered in. And she was, uh, but actually, she handled it really she well. Handled it well. Yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> growing up, you, you 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 were absolutely a fanatic of Callum. No, I was. At, although I haven't loved anything she's done since mm. early two thousands. But yes, uh, Kylie was the first pop star I was aware of. I had her poster on my wall. Uh, she taught me how to say "I don't know why" in French because that was one <laughs> of her songs. Um, what was that? Je ne sais pas pourquoi. So, yeah, she played Glastonbury 2019. I watched it. I cried because it was so, because she played all the old hits and all the like nostalgic ones that I forgot that I knew every single word to. So, yeah. Uh, this is the hit single um, from the album. It's called Tension and Padam Padam. <laughs> You 
So there's the first song then. Uh, I'm sure we've all heard that uh, before. The big hit from uh, the album Padam Padam. Uh, does it measure up to what she did back in the 1980s that you were so in love with, Louise? <sighs> Out of all of the ones we're going to discuss tonight, this is actually my least favourite. Why? Do I love that? Like, it's a groove. It's like going to be a great dance track to listen to when you're out. I'm sure Phil will have loads to say about the production, but generally, not my favourite. Mm. Still got a good... Still fun, no, yeah, but yeah, a bop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, still a bop. Is it a bop? Have anybody learned it? Yeah. Have, no. you, have you been asked for it? I got, no. I got asked for it literally about a day after it came out. There was some guy at Lockstock <laughs> and he was like, do you know that new Kylie song? I'm like, didn't yeah. even oh, know that. You're, you're on the <laughs> no, ball, I was like, you? yeah, not yet. <laughs> You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, we're back with Phil Louise and uh, Emily, our musicians, vocalists and producers, talking all about um, the new album. It's called Tension from Kyla Minogue, um, the big hit single, Padam Padam, uh, we played just a few moments ago. Tons of um, stuff going on there. You yeah. know, there seems to be a lot of uh, production. I, what, what, how do you break it down? I, I liked it a lot. I've got lots of little points here. First of all, interesting, actually, uh, that you said, Louise, that you didn't like that one uh, compared to the rest. No, because it's the only track on, on the album that's produced by Lost Boy. Okay. Right? So all the others are, are, are another guy. Keep that in mind, Louise. Okay. Lost so, boy. So bear that in mind. <laughs> Sorry, lost boy. Um, for me, I actually I was running around the park on Monday listening to some K-pop, <laughs> would you believe? Okay. Yeah. Some very well-produced K-pop. And then I put this on and I was like, wow, this is actually European K-pop. It, 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 yeah. if, if you're familiar with any of that stuff, I'm sure there's an influence there. Then Padam Padam, I was like, that sounds like a Hindi Phrase mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. padam padam, you know. Yeah, I yeah. thought, and especially with the chord progression, that little yeah. orientally style Asian thing. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's not. It's on a matapia for heartbeat. Mm. Oh, padam, padam, really? padam, padam, yeah. So, but I really like the track. Yeah. Bottom line, yeah. yeah. Emily, did it do anything for you? Oh well, it got stuck in my head. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's, it's probably going to be stuck earworm, there for it? a while. It's a really good earworm. Um, I was asked off, and uh, would I cover it? No, because I don't want to sing that onomatopoeic word, <laughs> Padam. I, don't, I can't imagine myself singing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, fair play to it. It is stuck in my head successfully, yeah, yeah. and um, let's see how long it lives there. Have you, have you guys got any any Kylie in your sets at the moment? No, no, I tried to get one in, um, but I think we've decided it's not the way to go. We were going to go for Confide in Me. Okay. Very different to all the stuff she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, we thought it would suit the band, but... We've kind of moved away from it now. We're not sure it's going to work. Right. Interesting thing is, apparently she recorded this album pretty much on the go, on the road, and here she is just talking about that. A lot of it was with my my studio, my little case with all my gear, which I learnt to do in lockdown. Yeah. Um, Amazing skill to finally have. So, yeah, that's me. Um, Bedside tables in hotel rooms, like literally anywhere the vocals had to be done. I would set my gear up. I get so in the zone. I was recording one evening until I heard birds in my cans through the mic. I was oh, like, no. what time is it? It's 5 a.m. Shut it down, Minogue. What are you doing? I'll just do one more. Just do one more. So I can totally get in the zone. 
Yeah, interesting that you can do that now. You know, you would have thought you'd get a different sound in, in every place, but perhaps she's got one of these... Maybe you can, a you can put your head in a little isolation booth. But it's really not, it's really not that important now. There's, there's tools to, to get rid of that, yeah. you know, ambience that you get from a room. It's not difficult to do that. It's mm -hmm. obviously, as a producer, it's preferable if you've got a clean, dry vocal, but, mm. you know, it's not the end of the world anymore. Oh, you do what Emily did and record it in your wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, are you a wardrobe recorder? Well, not anymore, but I was during was. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And that was uh, just surrounded by all my clothes. Yeah. With, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say with or a blanket. Clothes, I'm yeah. Guessing. Yeah. yeah. Let's have another tune. <laughs> Things We Do For Love. Every night, a million hearts are breaking. But at least I know tonight I'm not the only So there it is, second song, Things We Do For Love. That wouldn't go amiss on the Barbie soundtrack. <laughs> I, uh, would it? You know, it's very poppy, isn't it? Eh? I think it's better than a lot of the songs on the Barbie soundtrack, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it's great. I, yeah, that's my first listen, Yeah, and I really like that song. Yeah, bopping along to that. I think yeah, that's going to make it to my uh, Spotify playlist. Cannot, um, I mean, that's a single written all over it, isn't oh, it? Oh, I love it. It's the whole, it's obviously standard. Me and Emily probably love it because it's got heavily 80s vibes in yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing an 80s vibe Emily and I are in but yeah no it's just like to me that's that's Kylie yeah. like fun yeah. I don't want to say cute because that's patronising mm. to Kylie but like she is cute know, though she is cute she's the princess of pop but yeah. just that is like the epitome of Kylie you think her voice has evolved um, has it has it matured at all or is it still the same Kylie I, as I, I should be so the, lucky I think it's the same Kylie and I think her voice is I don't think her voice is as super mature and I, that sounds really insulting and mm. I don't mean it like that I think she's always had this very sweet voice. she yeah. is literally yeah. the princess of pop yeah there is like no she's not you know she's no not a whale. pink she's yeah. no yeah. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson and stuff but she does what she does mm. 
amazingly well mm. and looks amazing mm. on stage, still like you know, she was yeah. in manchester recently as well they're doing a a <laughs> musical uh. a stock aching and walking musical and she literally rocked up to the like the photo shoot she just walks in the room <laughs> yeah and they're all like they're all stood there and they're all like oh my god yeah. So, yeah, I mean, She's just so mentioned there, Stott Aiken and Waterman. Of course, the first time around her career was yeah. very much part and, of their stable. I mean, I, I could fill a whole show with with uh, opinions about them. I, I learned so much. I did. Uh, I was telling you earlier, so I'll do this very quick. But I, I did a, a whole series of karaoke discs for Pioneer, and one of the discs was a Stock Aitken and Waterman thing. And basically, we had to, or say we, it was me. I had to recreate the whole thing, the whole track, and get somebody to sing it and blah, blah, mm. blah. I've probably sang to one and, of them. And, yeah, maybe <laughs> Pioneer laser discs yeah. back in the day. Wow. And learnt so much. Then, luckily, the same group we had that did the Nasty Girl thing, we yep. got a job from Pete Waterman. I've, I've written it down so I don't forget. Uh, it, from a group called The Sheilas. The Sheilas. <laughs> I'm so happy, happy. That was 2007. And Pete Waterman was just such a lovely guy to work for. And mm. his son, still in touch with him. Yeah. Can I just quickly mention about the track itself? You're talking about the voice. And I did notice a couple of little things there where she kind of transitioned up into a, a higher falsetto y range, which I don't remember hearing before, but maybe, maybe I've just missed it. Mm. What about the production then on that show? Amazing. I mean, it was, uh, that's one track out of the whole album. I told you I didn't get through the whole thing, I didn't get to that one. And I saw the title, The Things We Do For Love, I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's a cover of <laughs> <laughs> Um But straight from the off, there's nothing to say. It's just super powerful, clean. A lot of chorus on the vocal, which is how it used to be back yes. in the Stock Aitken and Waterman days. And in those days, you used to think maybe they're trying to cover up the fact that she, she can't sing very well or something mm. like that. Mm. But she can. She, I mean, she's, she's, she's always had that little bit of a... a th- spotlight on her that's you know saying she's you know she can act she she's she always not, puts yeah. on a fabulous show but not the greatest voice she's, in the world yeah, but it, you, she, i don't think she needs she. it no you're no. absolutely right she yeah. built a career on doing what she does best yeah. she's she's yeah. pop and you don't have to be the strongest vocalist to be good at pop no. don't get me wrong uh, like i said me and the the other musician in the group at the time Massive, massive fans and of her and the production, and we're both musicians like you guys, you know, and not taking anything mm. away. She's not Whitney Houston, no, you know, but that's she's not but supposed she's, to be. She's appeared in Neighbours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> neighbours fans, anybody? I used to watch it yeah. all the time. <laughs> but that really? was a, lo- a long time after I Kylie had, was in it. I had the Scott and Charlene um, wedding song on. Record. <laughs> giving away my age. I had it on record and I used to listen to it in my bedroom. Especially for you. Especially no, no, no. Oh, suddenly, no, no, no. Suddenly. Oh. The wedding oh, yes. song yeah, the wedding from Neighbours. <laughs> but I also had Especially for You as well. We'll come back. We've got another couple of tracks to play for you from this album Tension from Kylie Minogue. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you, Julie, for your message. Uh, you text in saying one of our closest friends was FD for EMI. I'm not sure what an FD is for EMI. And all of the stars that he dealt with, Kylie was the sweetest and the kindest. Thank you for that, Julie. And um, it's good to know that she survived, you know, the, the ups and downs of the music business and is still a nice, nice person. She literally comes across like the nicest person ever. Like, yeah. She'd be your best friend. Right, best friend. Uh, let's hear this one. <laughs> We've already had things we do for love. 10cc. How about somebody to love from Queen? <laughs> 
Somebody to love. Thank you, Julie, for your other message. An FD, I know what one is now. It's a financial director. <laughs> and the same guy is now financial director for ITV. Good for him, Julie. And uh, he absolutely loved Kylie Minogue. What do we make of that song? Let's go, Emily, first. I think this is another one that might end up on your playlist. I think it is too. And I'm kind of wondering why Padam Padam was the, um, the first single. But I have seen that it's been successful, yeah, yeah, like amongst yeah. many different communities. Like it's been a really su- successful song for the summer, mm-hmm. just because it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not the be all and end all, um, but I think these these second two songs that we've listened to are really good, like really well rounded, solid songs. I could I could imagine like Dua Lipa releasing these songs, yeah, like, yeah. and I love Dua Lipa as we know. Um, but no, I really, really like both of those songs. I mean, she's holding her own with the younger generation, I think. Even totally. still, as I, you mentioned Dua Lipa there. But I don't think you know, Kylie Minogue will age ever. Like, <laughs> she just, I don't think she does age. Like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. definitely holding her yeah, own. Like, yeah. What do you reckon then, though, Louise? Um, she manages to hold her own, but still stay true to her, which is okay, like, yeah. Yeah. it's so hard to do. Like, I, don't get me wrong, I love Madonna, but she changes everything every few years, whereas Kylie is still essentially be all and end yeah. all pop from start yeah. to yeah. finish and like this song is uh, this is only on the deluxe version for anyone listening oh, so okay. make okay. sure you get the deluxe version if you want our to fans are going to lap this up though aren't oh they? absolutely they, i mean i think turned, she knows who her fans it's are it's turned me back into a fan listening like <laughs> not back into because i've never but i've like i said my last kind of obsession was love at first sight which was 2000s early 2000s and then i've not really listened to anything but then like Everything after Padam Padam on this album today, I've been like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm. Like, yeah. these yeah. are possible solo gig yeah. songs. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're nice little yeah. ones to throw Another in. Another producer. Um, yeah, interesting. Again, Dua Lipa came up there because Lost Boy, who did Padam Padam, is, uh, did Dua Lipa. Oh, as well, okay. All right. So it's funny. It's kind of the other. It's a shame, actually. It's kind of it'd be nice parallel, but it's the other way around. Um, the rest of the album, okay. I'm not going to go through and list them all because it'll bore you. But, but basically, there's a guy, um, Richard Stannard. He's a he's a British producer. There's a team of them, and they pretty much did all the rest of the album. Mm, yeah. There's also a huge team of people. Musicians, as usual, including backing vocals, and even he sings some of the backing vocals. To that track specifically, what a lovely sound. That Mm, chunky kick at the beginning, the big round bottom end, as I always say. And I love the treatment on the vocal. Um, It's maybe a bit over the top for some things, but for that style, I loved it. That Mm. really heavy chorus split up and then the reverb pumping away in the background. 
I love it. And these songs are going to tour really well, I think, aren't yeah. they? You know, they're going to come across live super well. We've got one more, and it's called One More Time. Time, Kylie Minogue, uh, final track for uh, tonight that we're going to hear from this Tension album. I think all in all, it's not yeah. a bad little job. Love, love the, the the old school, I'm saying old school piano riff, it's probably not that old, but that kind of rhythm, where the, the little yeah. one step that Stabs, misses. Stabs, are they called. We, we were doing that in, in the 2000s, you'll hear some of our mixes that do that. I love it, though it's better than what we used to do. I love the way the bass follows it. Though, again, the vocals, beautiful chorus, but not too over the top. And the song itself, I'll leave to you guys, but I love it. I think you can be proud of this album. I do, yeah. Um, special mention to One Gold, Hold On To Now as well, because I like that one. Uh, but yeah, it's just super fun. Like, this is a girls getting ready for a night out album. Barbie soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> this one's the one. This one's the Barbie soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, final thoughts then, Emily, on that one? Yeah, I like it. Um there's parts of it that reminded me of like Lizzo, how she does things like, yeah. you know what, Sam, it's a bit like, <laughs> there was a bit of that in this song and the vocals are very different in this compared to the other songs. Okay. I, I like it. Um, I liked the vocal treatment more on this one, maybe. Mm. That mm. felt more Kylie to me. It was a little less than the other, yeah. to be fair, but yes. But I like I like that. It brings a different dynamic yeah. um, compared to the songs we just heard. And it, yeah, it's a proper, proper like groove, like getting ready mm. to perfect kind of song. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Great stuff then. So a thumbs up for Kylie Minogue and her 16th studio 16. album. It's called Tension. Yeah, she's still sounding better than ever. Right then, let's find out where everybody's strumming and playing and singing. I won't say it, warbling. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Louise. <laughs> I will be wobbling with the Rebel Bass Boys at Lockstock and Barrel, yep. Barsha, and Friday. And then we go to Abu Dhabi, Lockstock and Barrel on Saturday. Ooh, mm. Lovely. Okay. Uh, what about Emily? What's, what's, what are you up to? Where am I wobbling? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to wobble in the heat on the outside stage at Blah Blah Ooh. alongside Johnny and Ewan from about last night. On Friday, I'm back in the tent with the full band at Blah Blah from 10.30 till about 12.30. Saturday uh, afternoon, I'm doing the Brasserie 2.0 brunch at okay. La Royal Meridian, full band, lots of fun. Saturday evening, going head to head with uh, <laughs> Miss Louise um, in Abu Dhabi at Easy Tiger with the full band. And then next Monday, catch me on Mondays with my new duo, Chasing Embers. Oh, yeah, you're going to come in here and do something. We definitely nights, are, yeah. 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 So, Jeels yeah. on Monday. You've got a fantastic guitar player in that duo. Oh, Timmy's great. Yeah, yeah. let's player. get him in here and we'll play let's, something. Come on, Timmy, if you're listening. Let's get you <laughs> back in here. Uh, Phil? Usual for me, my Saturday's changed to Thursday now, so it's Thursday at PJ's in Abu Dhabi, outdoors in the humidity. And then Friday <laughs> at Little Bavaria, my favourite gig in the world, outdoors yeah. again. Um, Al Quinn. And oh. th Thursday nights, we must give Eddie a mention. He's uh, back with oh, yeah. the Fixer, uh, isn't he? Thursday at, nights. Uh, the, Clavichord. Uh, Clavichord in TCOM, just round from where I live. Yeah, yeah. so uh, if you like your rock, go see Eddie. Um, get well soon, about it for the gang thanks so much for coming along and having a bit of fun with uh, with Carly Minogue tonight it was great thank wasn't you it? guys yeah, it thank was you. I can't believe it's over I, know, I, know. <laughs> I was enjoying that so much you've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast to enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts